Hi, welcome to season eight of the Create Better podcast. It's time to create better. Create better family, health, business, and self. Welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table. This is where we share tips about business and parenting. Being a mom of three, CEO of the award-winning company Easy Daisy's speaker and educator, you're going to learn the tips and secrets of successful and incredible people. Elaine wants you to be inspired, challenged, and motivated, and that person you want your kids to grow up to be. This is Real Talk for Real Life. Hi, welcome to Elaine's Kitchen Table, where we talk about how to create better, how to create better family, how to create better health, how to be great, create better business and better self. This is part two of an awesome discussion about having a great relationship with your finances, with your money, so that you can increase cash flow in your business and also teach your kids how to have a great relationship with their money. So my guest is Lou Clark, and this is part two of our our conversation about how to know and grow your money as a small business owner, but also you don't want to miss this because we're talking about must knows for tax write-offs and also how to teach our kids about how to make money and save money and have a great relationship with money. So I cannot wait to start. So let's bring on Lou Clark, who went from being $3 away from bankruptcy to becoming a self-made millionaire. What right? And her husband and her had this secret method of using piggy banks and you don't want to miss it. Here we go. No, problem. I, I know we touched on this and, and you are truly an expert at write-offs because I know that a long time ago, maybe you still do, but you used to do like a workshop on, on yeah. like secrets to write-offs. And I, I just want you to touch on this. And I know that, you know, a gazillion, but I would love to know your top three most, or sorry, top three <laughs> must knows for tax write-offs for a small business. That's awesome. Yeah. I used to host this uh, one day seminar called the world of write-offs. I, I know I always wanted to sign up and I just never trade trademarked it. It's mine. I don't, I mean, I'm not doing a daily uh, seminar anymore, but what I have done and I'll tell you this and I'll jump into the three, just so you like, cause you mentioned it. What I've actually done is cause I can't CFO for everyone who wants me to work for them. And the price take is larger. If I'm working with you one-on-one on, our, on an ongoing Absolutely. basis, So I created a program called the intuitive CFO and it's a three month program where I, I basically hold the hands of 20 people and I teach them everything. I give them all my strategies, all my tools, my techniques, everything. I give them everything and then I help them build it. And the world of write-offs is a part of that now. Mm -hmm. So it's a really neat piece that I've been doing that for 10 years. I started it in uh, 2012 and now it's part of this really cool program. So when it comes to, write-offs and people are probably hoping she says, write off your coffees, write off your automobile, write off your kids, write off your dog. Okay. Some of those things you can do. Okay. You can do, there's certain things you can do. And depending where you are, uh, has the, the, um, like the, the, the United States, for example, have different rules than we do up in Canada. So it just depends on where you are. So I'm going to give you my three secrets. Um, and they kind of go, <laughs> they kind of go with my other tips. But what I would say is number one, educate yourself on what is allowed, because there are a lot of write-offs that are being missed. I'll give you a few of them. But if you go to your government's, your federal government's website, there is a list with explanations of what you're allowed. Really? People just yeah, people just don't think they look it up. One of them is in the meals area. 
So Elaine, if, so I'll give you an example. Elaine and I are doing this interview and we're going to flip this, we're going to flip the switch when we're done this one. And I'm going to turn around and, and, and do an interview Elaine for my YouTube channel. And so by the time we're done, it's going to be supper time here. Now I am cooking. But if I didn't want to cook, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's six o'clock my time. Let's order a pizza for the family. You can expense that through your company because your work took precedent over taking care of your family. So, so you don't have to be talking about work in order to that meal. Let me say this. I'm going to say this in my like professional voice. Please check with your accountant, lawyers, and federal government to make sure that this information is viable in your area. This is for entertainment purposes only. Okay. (laughs) People don't come back and go, I got in trouble for writing off a pizza. Um, But yeah, so basically what we, what I've learned and what we know is like, if your business life interrupts your personal life, you can do that. You can like, now that being said, if we're a family of six, if we all want six different meals from six different places, I won't do it. Mm-hmm. I'm talking group meals. So like a pizza or Thai food or Indian food. Like, you know, when you order sure. a meal, not like you're getting McDonald's, you're getting AW, you're getting Swiss. Yeah. Like, I don't mean like that. Mm-hmm. And that's one that people miss. So, uh, you don't need to, I mean, and if you'd like to say business was good today. Yeah. This is what I got done. Fine. You talked about business. <laughs> Now, that being said, don't do it every single day of the year. Like if it happens once a week, once every couple of weeks, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you have to watch your cash flow because this is one, meals is one that most business owners take advantage of mm. to where it ruins their cash flow. So you either have people who use it too much or don't use it at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. definitely if you're transitioning from business to personal life and there's an interruption where you can't provide for your family nutritionally, then order a pizza, order your favorite Indian dish, whatever it might be. You can totally do that. Okay. Okay? Another one that's missed a lot of times are people's cell phones. I don't know why people don't put these in their business. Write your cell phones off. Like number one. Yes. Still part number one. It's still part number one. So cell phones, that's another one. Okay. So these are like, educate yourself, understand, but the second one is cell phones. People just don't, not even like nowadays you either purchase it up front or it's a part of your bill. Like write that all off, put that mm-hmm. in your business. Cause you really can't do business without your cell phone. Absolutely. And the third one that gets missed a lot is home internet. Hmm. People don't think to put their home internet bill through bit. I mean, come on. Like you, if you work from home, absolutely. But like Elaine, even for you, you have a warehouse where you do work, but here we are. Yep. At home. Don't make sure you expense your internet from home. So those are the three, like Brilliant. educate yourself because these three things tend to be missed. Brilliant. Number, number two, when it comes to write-offs, I'm going to put this in a, understand that paying taxes are good. Paying too much tax is not good. When you pay tax to the government, they tend to leave you alone. When you have an ongoing business and you're at loss after loss or little bits of tax, they're going to eventually come and audit you to see if you're a business or a hobby. So paying them the right amount of tax, which is not too much or not like it's somewhere in the middle, Mm -hmm. it will really keep CR or sorry, it will really keep the government at bay. Mm -hmm. So the best way to do that is to use the budget system, create a budget. How much are you spending on advertising? 
meals, mm-hmm. office, production, whatever it might be. So a budget will help you to understand if I follow this and I make this much money, this is what I should be paying tax on. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you do a 12 month budget, one for each month, then you're able to like tweak it as you go and you can watch your numbers so you can understand what you're going to be owing in tax. Absolutely. So budget, but you want to pay tax. Mm-hmm. Pay tax. That's that's how we all survive. It's like my son said this the other day. Do you know paying personal income tax and corporate tax, mom, is basically your license to live on this earth? Oh, well, there you I go. was like, he's 13 or 14 years old. I was like, what? He's like, think about it. Like, that's your right. That's your ticket. That's, that's your like policy. And I was like, yeah. what are you watching? I what like is it. He watching? I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, he probably could have just made it up. I don't know. I'll have to find out. That's awesome. uh, and then number three, the most important, which we tapped into, but I'll just explain a bit more. You need to make sure someone's on your team that knows about tax write-offs. They mm-hmm. know about, because it's not just for your business. There's other write-offs and other ways you can, you can position yourself to get better tax deductions. And for example, we ended up incorporating. Now there's a whole piece to incorporating, but once you incorporate, there's so much more, there's so much more you can do on the personal side, as well as the corporate side, because you're now two entities, right? When you're a sole proprietor and you file uh, you file your taxes personally as a sole proprietor. It is what it is. But when you're incorporated, you are two entities. There's the corporation and there's you. And the way the money can flow, like the ebb and flow of money that happens is incredible. It's incredible. So make sure you have someone on your team, even if you're doing your own bookkeeping, or maybe you put all your receipts in a shoebox. If you're high, if you have an accountant that does your year end, make sure you're asking questions. And if you don't know what questions to ask, Google, what questions should I ask my accountant or say to them, I don't know what to ask you, but I feel like I need to ask you some questions. Is there anything I can do better? And if your accountant's good, they should be able to point you in the right direction. Oh, absolutely. I love all these tips. Totally great. Like you're right. Like when we were talking about it earlier, you said, it's not going to be what you think it's going to be. And I love it. I love all of those points. So many great awesome. things. I think one of the biggest ones was from earlier when you said, have a relationship with your money like that, like treat it like a child and you know yeah. where it's going, if it's healthy. I love it. And that is so great. I want to end off then awesome. on, on your one word of advice to parents on how to teach kids about money just one of your favorite tips strategies life habits whatever you want to call it that you have seen or done or want to try well let me just you know <laughs> get one of these guys over here yes you can't, obviously you can't see yeah she just reached for a, a glossy um shiny piggy bank Piggy bank. So number, so when you asked me, you're like, I want you to think about this. And you said one word and my one word became first, it was going to be like, um, imitate, or it was this word. I thought I'm like, no, because if parents have a bad relationship with money, you don't want your kids to have that. Like I even say to my husband and my kids all the time, I want to teach you money now, not where we were 10 years ago. Like you don't want to live there. Trust me. Mm -hmm. You don't want to live there. 
And so the word that came up was teach. You said it, like, how do you teach your kids? Teach, teach them, teach as if you were teaching yourself. So that's what we did. I used piggy banks. One, one of the things I've always said, like I'm the piggy bank millionaire because I used piggy banks for saving because I had spending habits. So when the money went in the piggy bank, I couldn't spend it. And we had this whole thing that at the end of the year, we'll pop it open, see how much money's in there. You know, I had a fun thing that happened, like a fun habit or ritual we would do with the piggy Mm -hmm. banks. But my issue was, is if I could debit it or credit it or cash, I just spent it because that was the habit. And I think it came from a place of maybe what I didn't have when I was little or what I wasn't taught. So for kids, teach them. And if you're like, I don't even know where to start, start teaching yourself. Once you master step one, go teach them step one or do it with them. Hey, I'm learning how to use a piggy bank. We're going to get you one too. But when we do the piggy banks, uh, you guys can't uh, fully see, or you're watching the pod, listening to the podcast, you can't see, but I have five piggy banks behind me and there's a blue one. He is Gus. He is the OG. That's where majority of our money goes, but it's like, you know, using um, envelopes or using um, mason jars or whatever you might want to use. But piggy banks are just a lot cuter Aren't they? and they're very hard to get the money out of. So, and they're get, not see-through either. So you can't, and see. And no, do not get a see-through piggy bank. The whole point is the element of surprise as humans. We love treasure hunting. Like we do like, Oh, what's next or what's coming or how can we find that? Like sometimes I think majority of us have a little Indiana Jones in our, in our bot, in our spirits, but the fact that you don't know what's in here and one day you're going to open it is so exciting and it creates a new habit. So I would highly recommend that for kids, uh, you said your three S's, right? Save, spend, and share. So make sure they're putting money away in our home. They have to put at least 50% of whatever they have in savings. 50% has to go in savings. I don't so that being like a bank account, not a piggy bank. Nope. They so what happens is the boys have banks, and when they get to open when they do open them, event we do move it into their bank accounts. And like with William, we started his investment this past year where he put seven grand in his, in his investment. So eventually, but I want them to get the habit of not spending. Mm-hmm. Like I want them to understand just because you have $50 in your pocket, doesn't mean you spend $50. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, uh, it's interesting to me because if, 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 as, as adults, if we were children and we learned to only live on 50% of every dollar we, we made, we'd be in a lot different shape. We wouldn't be a uh, 3 trillion in debt. Mm-hmm. Oh, like ridiculous, right? We wouldn't be spending a dollar 78 for every dollar we make. Mm-hmm. I think that was a dollar 78 or dollar 76. Like that's, in, that's 2021. So get them a piggy bank, teach them the habit of putting it in even right on the calendar. This is like December 1st is when we open our piggy banks. So once a year you open it. Okay. And even right now we're going away for the summer and I'm like the piggy bank. I said to Roger, the piggy bank money could pay for our, like our cottage. He's like, you're not opening that till Christmas. I'm like, okay, right. Yes. Because that's our agreement. Right. And so I know Gus, his belly is really full because of everything that we put in there. Um, And we even take for our own personal selves, we take a small percentage of every piece of revenue that comes into our 
business, we take it and we put it in the bank. So it's not giving interest because it's nope. sitting in, in the bank, in the piggy bank. Yeah. And now because you have five pigs, does that mean one is per family member or are they all specific for different things? So to be honest, three have nothing in them. Okay. There's nothing in this one. They're just really cute. And I really have a, a obsession with piggy banks. Um, it's just me, but we have one, like the, the it just, yes, there's a couple. So one has like anything we sold from the house on like Facebook marketplace or Kijiji. Right. When we get that cash, we put it into one. Nice. So there's different things that we do, but the whole point of the piggy bank is not to, it's, 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 sorry, it is relearning the habit of saving. So Love people it. are like, I hear all the time, but you're not making money on what's in that bank. Guys, there's not $10,000 in that bank. Like if we be honest, like in order to make as much interest as it sits in there, I'm not losing out. I'm gaining because I get to, the money's here. I get to practice. I, I want to go buy a piggy bank right now. You should. It's okay. fun. I want it's, one. It's so much fun. And like, I have my own like, just anyways, that's whole, like we can get into the whole strategy part, but yeah, I can't reach him, but Gus is full. He's, he's a heavy boy right now, which well, I love your word. Good. I love your word of teach. Teach yeah. kids. And it doesn't mean that you have to be an expert. I don't mm-hmm. need an expert. Just be real. Right. Yeah. Let's see that you're learning and we can learn together and, and teach as you go and you will grow. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You awesome. are awesome. And so are you. So I'm, you. I'm so grateful for you. I, I'm loving this reconnection and I miss you a lot. I miss you too. And I, I'm grateful for you and grateful for technology here. Yeah. And I, I'm grateful for our listeners and I know that that you, our listeners have received so many great nuggets. And, and if you were driving, the good thing is you can re-listen to this later and take your notes then, because we did not want you to, to be writing as you drive (laughs) or as you hike. But, um, but I want to say thank you, Lou, for joining us and all these great, great strategies that I cannot wait to uh, apply. I w- I'm going to go run out and buy a, a piggy bank. You should and totally buy a piggy bank. I know, but now I'm going to have to buy five <laughs> because I can't just talk about it. I have to like, get, well, maybe we'll oh, you know what? a family one. <gasps> yeah. Do a family one. That's what we have. That Gus is our family one. So okay. I'll one. tell you what we do just quickly with yeah. the blue one, all the money that comes out of him December 1st goes to Christmas. Wow. That's what we do. We do it. We, 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 it goes to Christmas, whether it's gifts for us, gifts for family, the dinner, giving money, whatever it is. Now I think there's gonna be more than what we need there, but then I'll take that money and put it into an, a private investment. Right. So, Love but it. it's just fun. So get a family one. And if it, even if you're like, this is for vacation mm, when we can I travel, know. this is for vacation, or this is for a hot tub or whatever it might be. I yeah. It's a it. fun and way. I- I, I, and I was thinking as you were talking, cause you were saying, you know, whether you sell something on Facebook marketplace mm-hmm. or like, I just sold like two dresses for like $8. So $16 I could put into that piggy bank yeah. right away. I'm so excited. I love it. It's a, it builds your confidence around money. Like the people, the piggy bank mentality is, is, is an amazing thing. And on my YouTube channel, Elaine, I actually have a video where I did a reaction video of this teenage girl who's opening these piggy banks and it will blow your mind to see that. So uh, what is your YouTube channel? 
Easy. Lou Clark, L-O-U-C-L-A-R-K-E. And on social, you can find me at Inside Lou's World everywhere. Beautiful. Love it. I will also have all of that and your website also in our show notes so that um, when you aren't driving or walking or hiking (laughs) or shopping or sitting in the car right now waiting to pick up your kids, you can absolutely check out um, all those links and find Lou Clark. So again, thank you, Lou, so much. And thank you, listeners, for joining us today. Have a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.